thought I should Something told me not to go Cold hand reached out I let the noise And welcome back to the Silver Screen Redemption Nope I don't like this voice. Take two. Or say the name of the, the our podcast now. <laughs> this is the other one, Houston. The new one. This is the other podcast. The new one we've been doing for like hey, a year the one, now. The one from the present. Hey, guys. Come back. Come back. Don't get scared. We're not only talking about movies anymore. This is the perfect brainstorm. Creative challenges. Oh, it was a fake out. It was a fake out all along. It was intentional. Creative challenges for the creatively challenged and the the mentally nope can't say that um the, the <laughs> those who are going insane at this point and not doing well with the quarantine i'm houston bodley i'm jake bush and i'm brian perry and i didn't think i didn't think it would go on this long president trump told me <laughs> easter president trump told me easter yeah. that the quarantine uh, would be over also the conspiracy uh, theorists said that by easter there was supposed to be some like big reveal that apparently coronavirus was not real and it was just used as a way to like get all of the like celebrities who are involved in human trafficking on house arrest okay yeah that's That's a a great theory except that it was easter yesterday yep so failed i was looking forward to that announcement but i'm not interested in like the actual realistic outcome of what would happen if they announced that coronavirus was fake but what do you think would be like the most ridiculous, crazy outcome if Trump just tweeted out, "Hey, it it's just a prank. Happy late April Fools." It was like the best April, April Fools, Fools joke of all time. <laughs> but also, I mean, there are thousands of people who have died, so like, <laughs> it'd be weird if they died out of a prank instead of out of like a disease, yeah, pandemic actually- thing. But you know what? I could see President Trump like if he were if he had a prank show on YouTube, it would be the kind yeah. that hurts people. Yeah, I mean, and that is <laughs> that is one of the genres of prank show on YouTube. So yeah. Uh, anyways, we we did our Corona episode last time. Now this one has nothing to do with it. Th- this has nothing to do with Corona. This has everything to do with music. <laughs> now you're probably asking, hey, didn't you promise? Didn't you promise us Pokemon last time? And you're absolutely correct. The problem is, the Pokemon episode took a lot of editing, and it's still not done. So, and it's still not recorded. And technically, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we unrecorded we it. <laughs> Anyone who's familiar with our podcasts, it's not the most technologically sound podcast. We're flying by the seat of our pants here. Yeah. So, Pokemon's going to be another week, but in the meantime, we thought we would seduce your ears with the sweet savory Don't. tones nope. with I asmr I, I am not seducing anyone's ears on this episode or any episode uh corona's doing weird things to my brain uh this episode was going to be our next topic and we're bouncing it ahead and the topic was hey guys for my birthday my wife gave me a dulcimer you're probably wondering what a dulcimer is. Here's some music to get you in the mood. It sounds like a car alarm. Okay, that's the car alarm's on my end. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't be able to hear it. It's and very that's faint. what a dulcimer sounds like. I don't think the listeners at home can hear the car alarm, but I definitely Yeah, can. the car alarm is over now, though. Well, it's okay. I just want to... Did you hear the music? I heard no dulcimer. I heard nothing but a faint car alarm. 
I'll superimpose that into the editing. Perfect. So I know what a dulcimer sounds like. So you're just a dulcimer is an instrument. I think that's all that the listeners really need to listen to. It's, it is a stringed instrument of a medieval nature. You yeah, might it has say. kind of a like a lyre or a. It's one of the instrument options you can select as a bard in D anD. d And I want. That's how you know it's cool. No, no, don't say D&D. It's, it's, You know that hit, that hit Netflix original, The Witcher. You know the bard. <laughs> Really? You know? Is that a dulcimer? No, I don't know if it's a dulcimer. I'm just saying a bard is a thing from oh, gotcha. from The Witcher, not from that nerdy Dungeons and Dragons thing. <laughs> um, yeah, whether it's Henry Cavill's good bard buddy, or you're playing D and D, or you're reading Name of the Wind, there's there's musical instruments in medieval fantasy all the time, and I've got one, and I want to do a modern cover band album. Not the band, just the album. Guys, words are hard with Corona for me. Um, so instead of saying words, let's sing words as we put together this derailed episode. I feel yeah, like I'm gonna let you start, Houston. <laughs> I feel like at this point we should we should clarify it. We're not like ending the podcast. Like I feel like we did an episode where I I wrote a comedy a comedy set, and now you're making a, a cover album. And the next album is going to be like Jake doing, uh, I don't know, juggling YouTube videos or something. Probably something like <laughs> Minecraft three or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I should, I should clarify. This is not part of some master plan to, to end the podcast yet. This is all <laughs> supplementary to the podcast. As, as soon as Houston's dulcimer career takes off, then, uh, then who knows? I, I just have a quick side note. Um, when, when me and Brian were in college, we started a club called esperanto club because we were really popular and <laughs> sounds like essentially it. like i can't remember where the joke even started you might be able to help me with this brian but we kind of had we're like what should the goals of esperanto club be and one of us <laughs> at some point said we are going to make it the most popular club on campus and then we are going to burn it to the ground <laughs> <laughs> no the, the reason we came up with that is it's exactly what our advisor told us to do he basically said, I don't really care what you do with this club. Make it the most popular, popular club on campus or burn it to the ground. I don't care. Uh, so, we, so we decided we would do both. <laughs> That's and we was. did do both. It was Elzinga. Elzinga, yep. Elzinga. He helped craft the Dothraki language for Game of Thrones, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's cool. He, he couldn't confirm or deny, but we think so. Anyway. Um, so yeah, the goal of this is we are going to make a cover album of with a dulcimer and is any are any other instruments allowed i was thinking you need at least some percussion right oh yeah there can be supplementary instruments okay. there could be background stuff but the dulcimer but is the I featured want, instrument but i want you guys to pitch to me which songs we should cover for this dulcimer album and then my goal is to get at least three of these recorded and we will post it <laughs> on our youtube channel that may or may Ooh. not exist by this point. Okay, I think I forgot that part of the challenge, and now I'm way more excited about it than I was 30 yeah. seconds ago. Um, it also makes makes me kind of sad that I don't think any of mine are actually that realistic. <laughs> um, I have a crazy one that my wife suggested. I'll I'll put I'll save that in my pocket for now. 
Okay. Let's see how derailed we get, how crazy we get. But I, I, I don't think it can get as nuts as mine that I have. Okay, um, I want to clarify something real quick, though. So is this one of those episodes where we go off the rails and we come up with the most ridiculous thing possible? Or is this something where we really want to, like, produce some quality dulcimer covers? Or I've learned both? with madness, if you try to jump straight into it, it's kind of pathetic. If you ease your way into it, it's brilliant. So let's wow. start with what would actually be a good dulcimer cover album. If we get a little crazy, like let's say we're thinking of doing a cover of one of Weird Al's songs that's a parody of another song, then we we can go there. We can explore that as it comes. Are you going to sing now, any of these songs? Are you singing on these tracks? Uh, I feel like that's something we need to establish. I probably won't be because I can't sing. Um, I kind of wondered that. For those of you who know my friend Craig Walker, he will probably be singing these. Oh, nice. And so I will say be that because I haven't actually talked to him yet, but I'm sure he'd be down. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I like that. So so there will be a voice uh, because that changes some of our decisions, right? If there is a singer or not. Yes. So let's assume there is a singer. If it's not Craig... It's going to be someone. There will be a singer. It's not me. I'm just going to play the instruments. Okay, perfect. Um, Um, Where do we start on this? I've got a list. I have six songs on my list. um, And they, I, I don't have like, they're not like organized. I don't have a way to like introduce them other than these are some songs I thought of. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's the starting point. Let's go from there. Here we go. See what fits. My first song is blinding lights by the weekend. Nice. How does that one go again? Do you know this song at all? I got absolutely no reaction from Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. I know I have heard it, but I don't know it off the top of my head. So maybe you How should... about I just drop you a link to my whole playlist? No, I have a way to make this way more fun. I have a way to make this way more fun. If we don't know the song, then you have to give a 10 to 15 second um, purely vocal cover right now. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Yes. Blinding Lights by the Weekend goes. And then it kind of just repeats, but it's very electronic. Now, question: Are they singing that? No, they're singing words. I just don't remember the words. I don't know the words. I want nothing more than to be able to hear that on a dulcimer. Ding 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 ding. I, now we're already crossing over into potential electric dulcimer territory. I don't know if I can get access to one, but I'm sure okay. we can do some editing to give it a little. I don't think it has fun. to be electric dulcimer. I think a normal dulcimer would sound fine. Yeah. Um, now here's the tricky part with the dulcimer: is you can do a major key or a minor key, and you can basically do. Uh, what is it? D major and I believe B minor. And then you can tune it differently, but that's about it. So we can't get too crazy with the music. So you can't do like jazz or like weird pentatonic. Yeah, no, I didn't. I I promise I didn't pick anything weird. Yeah. So I feel like. I mean, like melodically. Yeah. I feel like it's well suited then for like, like classic folk songs. Both yes. in music and in spirit. 
because like that's what a bard <laughs> would sing nowadays or like classic folk songs. Uh-huh. So maybe some comfort and sons, you're saying. So I, I, I'm willing to give Blinding Lights. Oh, I'm pretty Actually, sure. I bet Mumford and Sons definitely play dulcimer, right? Oh, I'm positive they do. I bet they do. Like, there's no way they're not, they're not playing some dulcimer. If you are Mumford and Sons, if you're listening to this and you are Mumford and Sons and you are not playing the dulcimer, what are you, even what are you doing? Get a dulcimer. Um, they do play a dulcimer in the song, I Will Wait. Well, that's the that's the big one. That is that's the Mumford and Sons. That song. is the Mumford song. That's the Mumford song. <laughs> that is the Mumford song. <laughs> okay, well, I'm pretty sure that was the original title of that song. Was the Mumford song? The Mumford song. song. <laughs> this is how we will introduce ourselves. We are the Mumfords and their sons, and we the, will wait. The sons are their other are the other songs. I think. I, I think you're right. <laughs> the sprung that makes whole, whole that forms out of the head of the Mumford song. You know, I wonder if they ever thought about calling themselves Mumford and Songs, but then the G got <laughs> mistakenly removed. I, I think it's an accent issue. Like, yeah. I think they're from Wales, and they probably said Mumford and Songs, yeah. and then it was just some American who was like, oh, sons, that's cool. You're a family band. I like that. Exactly. And they were like, no, um, no, uh, we wrote a song. The song is called Mumford, and <laughs> Mumford we also song. have other songs. <laughs> <laughs> we have so. Mumford and we have songs. <laughs> and Mumford that's and it. songs. <laughs> nothing else. Um, okay, this is nothing. Mumford. Brian, getting back to <laughs> Blinding Lights, uh, Jake and I are obviously unfamiliar with it, though we should be. I recognize that it is a popular song, so I'm not going to dock you there. Uh, but give me a real oh, quick I know pitch why it should be in our Dulcimer cover album. Because uh, it's, it's dope. Um <laughs> That's, and it's, that's reason uh, enough right It's the only SNL performance that I've ever liked. Gotcha. Um, SNL musical performances are really bad, in my opinion. It's it's honestly like the worst way to hear a song. Like if I hear a song on SNL and it's like decent, then I will look it up and be like, oh, okay, it does sound pretty good. Cool. This this one yeah. actually sounded good on SNL, and then it's way better the real recorded version. But Shocking. anyway, uh, Jake, I want to hear from you. Do you have okay. some ideas? I do. And so I think, okay, I'm, I'm going with like a serious one here first. Um, what are you I'm saying? Like, <laughs> are you saying I'm, mine I'm wasn't? I'm saying that it is, <laughs> it is surprising that I would not choose to go with something ridiculous out the gate. Okay. But what Houston said recently really spoke to me that I need to work up to that. So I was just thinking about this, like, okay, bards play dulcimers, bards go around in taverns and they play songs and people toss them coins, people toss coins to the witcher, people, you know, do you guys get, I hope you guys just got that reference. I, I get the reference. Okay, I haven't good. seen the whole show. Or I wasn't listening. Okay, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I was thinking, all right, who would be a, you know, who would be a modern day bard? who would go around in taverns and sing these songs, and they're the kinds of songs that people would want to join in and sing together, right? Well, there's only one okay. answer. Are you, you going in the direction of karaoke with this? No. I'm going with, like, tavern songs, like drinking songs. You know what gotcha. I mean? Gotcha. Okay. And anyway, the answer to my question is Kenny Rogers. What? Okay. Do you guys okay. know? I had an answer in my mind, and that wasn't it, but I'm adding it to my list. So... Kenny Rogers saying some very, very wise words that are very melodic and very easily remembered and saying over your bruise in the tavern. And they are, 
You gotta know when to hold them. <laughs> know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the um, I didn't realize Kenny Rogers was the singer of this. I also don't actually know what the name of the song is, so it's I'm just calling it Poker. Fa- I'm calling it Poker Face Original. No, <laughs> what did you say it was? Don't do that. It's called The Gambler. The I really Gambler. don't think I've actually heard the song. I think I've just heard the McElroy talk about that song. Oh, it's a good I, song. It's jam. It, I have right. heard them sing it in the office, and that was where I was first introduced. And that is my default of what it's, I think of the song. It's a story song, and those are the best kind of folk songs. It tells a story of yeah. a warm summer's eve on a train bound for nowhere when Kenny Rogers meets up with a gambler, and they were both too tired to sleep. So they took turns of staring out the window at the darkness, and the boredom overtook him, and he began are to Are you speak. just still reading the lyrics? Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm doing right now. So It's a good um, song. I like it, Jake. I, I, I like that I concept. A, I actually I wanna, do think it's a solid option. I want to build off of that because I agree. I think we need songs that have a little bit of folk to them. Um, And so to that, I want to give myself a challenge with learning the dulcimer. I don't want it to just be like three chords and that's it. I want to really like dig into the fingering and the picking and like really experiment with this. And so I want to give myself something that's a challenge. So Going with something that's a little folksy, that is uh, telling a story that starts off very soft and acoustic-y, I want to add Stairway to Heaven to this. It's very <laughs> traditional, very Good. iconic. Yes. I want to hear this. Great, that is a great answer. I'm really excited And part of this is I want to learn how to do a really cool dulcimer solo. The The strings don't bend very well, so it'll be really tricky, <laughs> but I want to do a cool dulcimer guitar solo, essentially. That's um, awesome. This one might I'm take, into it. This one might take a, need a little work to make it sound good, but that's our goal. That's that's okay. what I want to be as like the big pinnacle lynch point of the album. Hey, what does that song sound like, Houston? What does Stairway to Heaven sound like? Oh, okay, I regret. I regret you that. You just went so okay. hard, Houston, that like your audio started crackling. Maybe and you're, you're gone. Nope, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> okay. Hey, Brian, do you have a song on your playlist that can help our friend Jake here be a little braver? I do. I do. I have one that's all about being brave. Um, and it's the one that I just added to my list because Jake made me think of what song would people sing along with at a tavern? I don't know because I've never been to a tavern. But I would say the most likely it would be Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. <laughs> uh, I just imagine a whole room of people singing that song. And I want, I want the audio to just be all of us singing, but you playing the dulcimer. 
I think it's a pretty solid option. I, I think it's also going to be one of our easy songs to learn. Yes, I, I imagine it's not too complex with the chord structure on that one. Um, that is one I would like to see a music video for, where it is yes. a tavern, we're all dressed up, we go to like medieval Garb. park or something. Yeah, and we're just all having a good th- uh, thumbawamba. What? What is Chumbawamba? Chumbawamba. Yeah. The the song is called Tub Thumping. Tub Thumping. I always combine the two yeah. into some sort of Tumbawamba. Okay, got uh, another good one. Oh, how many are we doing? How many are we doing? Uh, as many as our heart desires. Yeah, but are you gonna, um, are I, you going to do all of these? No. Uh, I was going to say I'm going to do at least three to five of these, okay. and then from there we'll see how well it people respond to it. Well, well so far I think tub thumping is a shoe in. Yeah, for sure. Like you have to do that one. <laughs> um, all right. One that I just think would be fun, just like pure fun and like really cool. Island in the Sun by Weezer. Yes. Ooh, that would be hip, fun. Hip, I am, ding, I'm down for that ding, one. Ding, That's a solid ding, option. Hip, hip. Hey, hey. <coughs> That's a good option. Jake, you you guys brought your A game. Like, I don't know Blinding Lights, but you guys are hitting the vibe I really want to get with this, and I appreciate it. And maybe this doesn't make some good podcasting because we're not explaining why it's good, but my soul just delights in hearing this. Yeah, yeah. I like, okay, I, I like, I, I let's, let's, like play on that idea for a second of what what is a song <laughs> that would not be out of place in 1400s England you know what I mean yeah okay I've got it from my list as you were saying that I have two that fit that pretty well one is Time After Time by Cindy Lauper Ooh. <laughs> I, I'm super digging that one It's literally timeless. Um, and <laughs> Country Roads yes. by John Denver. Yes. Country Roads, take me home to the place I belong. Guys. Both of those would work pretty well, except for I don't think West Virginia existed in medieval times. Change it to like West <laughs> Scotland? West, West Rose. Yeah, there we go. Casterly Rock. So those are my two uh, sort of timeless options. They're sort of very different options from each other, but I think both of those you could take back in time and put them on a dulcimer and put them in a tavern, yeah. and you, you, neither one would chill out of place. West Virginia is something else. It works completely. I dig this so yeah. much. Um, I'm I'm writing these Man, down now, right now. Now I feel like we're now I feel like we're getting the spirit of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But but I, I think we're spending a lot of time on country roads. We're not thinking enough about time after time. That's oh a great no, song. I was I was. Tagging them together. Da, da, I think Time After Time da, is a very da, perfect choice for this. You notice I'm not committing to any lyrics Here's on the thing. I, dun, dun, dun. I genuinely, genuinely believe that Time After Time should be covered in every type of musical genre. It's one of those songs that transcends... Yes. All genres, all time periods. What's that other really good cover of it? It's like there already are really good covers. There's of like it. dozens of good covers because it's a perfect song. What am I thinking of? Yeah, it's really good. Um, the one I'm thinking of, oh, Iron Wine, Iron and Wine is one. Quiet Drive is a really, really good cover. 
of time after time. Here's anyway. kind of my full. The, here's a philosophical moment with Houston Bodley. I believe that a perfect song does one of two things. It either expands the genre in a way that influences music in that genre for years to come and makes it in a good what? way, in a good in way, a good way. I mean, uh, yeah. And makes it like, okay, this is a anthem song. This is an iconic song. This is just something that's going to shape the way this music is written for a long time. That is very much of a genre or it's a song yeah. that breaks all genres and can be played in any style you want. That is how I would define a perfect song. Yeah, I think song. those are both and fair. And that's how I would define Time After Time and Country Roads. Uh, flip them, and then respectively. Yep. This is good stuff, guys. Cool. This is great What's stuff. What's next? All right, I'm going to go out on a limb here, okay? And I want sincere reactions from you guys. Don't, don't hold back on me, because I realize I'm going out on a limb here. Imagine a bard walks in, okay? And... He's kind of like... imagine dragons. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's not imagine dragons. Uh, he he walks in and he's kind of dressed in all black because he's kind of like a moody type of, you know, um, bard. He's that type of bard. And yeah, he's moody. And it just so happens that on this particular night in the tavern, there are a bunch of moody teenagers. And they're just like, man, being in medieval times is the worst, right? Like... I hate my life. I hate myself. I hate the plague. <laughs> and I hate the plague. It sucks. And the bard's like, okay, I've, I've got just the tune. He strums his dulcimer, and he begins to sing. When I was a young boy, Ooh. my father took me into the city to see the marching band. That really works. I'm digging that. He said, son, when I, you grow up, I'm torn. Would you be the savior of the broken? And he would single-handedly start the emo revolution in four <laughs> I'm, I am digging it. Uh, it's hard, though. Like When it gets like really into but, it, though, is it still going to sound I, good? Counterpoint, I think that's when it turns into a tavern song. Yeah, no, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, that's fair. So instead of shifting from like gentle to hard, you go from quiet to everyone. Yeah, quiet to, to like really a lot of energy. Yeah, to, that's to good. bouncy. Okay. Yeah, because um, that's going to be one of the things we do have to kind of shake up the genre a little bit on some of these. Yeah. Okay, I want to. That's interesting. I want to give you two of mine. One of them, I'm not going to lie, I stole from YouTube. I found this, and I really just wanted to do this cover. Much like Jake's idea with uh, the Black Parade, where it's like taking a modern concept, but singing it in a way that it does work for medieval times. There is a song on YouTube played by a mountain dulcimer, which is a a table dulcimer. uh, And it is Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Ooh, Ooh, that's a good one. I saw that video. This would be really fun to play with the idea of like, oh, this is a jester singing to a king. And maybe there's some sort of like cynical depth to it in the lyrics, but the king might not notice that. He's just thinking, oh, yes, I want to rule the world. And I do. Thank you, jester. Um, And it works really well. You should all go look at the video. There is one where. Kurt Smith, who is the singer of Tears for Fears, actually sings along with it, and it's really cool. Ooh, I like um, that. 
Um, are you going to dress up as a jester for the album cover for this, maybe? I was thinking of starting mm-hmm. with my Lederhosen that I got from Germany. Oh, that's a it's good... It's not... Is it Dulcimer it's German It's not, but okay. it, it's the closest I have for right now. And if it kicks off, then I'll invest in a good costume. That's my agreement. Okay, that Ooh. sounds good. Um, I just had a thought yes. that it would be cool to do a song by my favorite German band, but now I got to make sure they're actually German. One second. While you're looking that up, Brian, do you have another banger you want to add to this? I've got, I have three more options for you. Um, I don't think any of them are very good. (laughs) Well, Um, how about this? Let me tell you my ridiculous song that my wife suggested needed to be in the cover album. And this might throw everything out the window from what we do from here on out. Um, Once a week, I get this song stuck in my head. And this song is Gold Digger by Kanye West. I don't think sure. it's necessarily appropriate that I sing it. I don't know if Craig is going to sing this but one. But that's on Craig who has to sing it. Anyways, no, I, I, I think a more appropriate version of this would be really fun to play against Dulcimer because it's the last thing you would expect. Yeah. Yep. That's fair. I did not expect it. With that in mind, guys, give me your craziest idea of something you want to see played on a Dulcimer. Sandstorm by Darude. It was on my list. I, I was holding back, but then you let let the floodgates fly. Sandstorm um, by Darude. Blank Space by Taylor Swift. Ooh. Not weird enough. Yeah. Okay, you're right. That's just a good song. Pretty good, um, reasonable option, actually. I'm still putting it down. The Chariot to Fire theme from by Vangelis. <laughs> Let me pull up my bizarre songs playlist on Spotify. I actually have a. Oh yeah, you do have that list. Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai, a song I recently <laughs> learned exists. That is a very good one, and I'm glad I introduced Brian to it. Um, I've not yeah. heard of this one. Add them all to the list. <laughs> I'll, I'll, actually, I'm putting all these down. Actually, you really do need to add that one to the list. Virtual Insanity wouldn't be bad, actually. It'd be really cool. I, th- I don't think Sandstorm or Chariots of Fire would be very interesting, but Virtual yeah, Insanity Yeah, I didn't could even be. put yeah. Chariots of Fire on the list. That was gonna, that's my first veto. Um, the only reason I put it was because I watched uh, Blade Runner for the first time <laughs> and noticed that the music is by the Vangelis, who does music for, for Blade Runner, also does the music yeah. for Chariots of Fire, which is weird because they're very different movies. How did you feel about Blade Runner? Eh, it was fine. Yeah. Blade Runner 2049 or Blade Runner Blade Runner? Just original Blade Runner, final cut. That's like the best I could hope um, from you, Brian. Knowing your taste in movies, I didn't think you would like yeah, Blade Runner. Yeah, it was, uh, I found it slow. I found the, the symbolism was cool, but uh, eh, whatever. Um, I've got one, and it is, ooh, I've got a couple here, actually. Um, it's going to be, I'm going to have to go with Rambling Through the Avenues of Time by Flight of the Concords. <laughs> that would actually be really cool <laughs> on the Dulcimer. Whoa. 
I've never heard that. I was wandering through the streets of the city, rambling through the avenues of time. When from nowhere my eyes fell onto rambling through the avenues of time. Yeah, um, it's a really good. I'm going short to put. Song. I like where your head is at. I don't know this one, so I'm gonna have to listen to it later. I will put as an alternative, either Frodo don't wear the ring, or I'll be the racist dragon. Or inner city pressure. Inner city <laughs> pressure would be great. I'm I love inner city pressure, and I would love to hear inner it on Dulcimer. Inner city pressure, the concrete life. <laughs> Have you heard? Something. And then you could swap out flautist with dulcimerist. Can <laughs> looks like you'll never be a concert <laughs> dulcimerist. Can one of our episodes just be a flight of the Concords appreciation episode? Yes. I feel like they've been forgotten. Oh. I want to bring them back into everyone's consciousness because they deserve that credit. Gone. For me, they are like gone but never forgotten. Yeah. They are <laughs> the best TV show that was ever made. Uh, and it's really sad that they only got two seasons. Did you know Taika Waititi directed a bunch of episodes from that show? Yeah, they're like bros. They're all bros. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone in New Zealand is bros. <laughs> that seems right somehow. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll put a note here. We'll do this first album and then we'll do a second album which is a Flight of the Concords tribute album on the Dulcimer. There we go. Love it. But you can spell Concords, C-O-N-C-H-O-R-D-S, like music chords. <laughs> oh, wait. That is already how it's spelled. Um, any any last requests? I think we're starting to like get this together. Piano Man. I don't know how much. Play Free Bird. <laughs> Play Free Bird. Um, yeah, I do have one, actually. It's going to be any... Any Johnny Cash song. I was also thinking a lot about Johnny Cash, but I didn't settle on one. Which I one? want it to be. I've been I've been everywhere, but you have to replace it with medieval locations. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I've For- been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. That's a total bard song. I actually really like that. And pulling it from that is a really good bard song. Medieval fantasy novels, I think, would be really I think fun. Aspect. That would be. No, it would be no small feat to write that song because I'm pretty sure he mentioned yeah. like 200 locations or something. Hey, if Mitt Romney can do it with Utah locations, then, you know. That's true. You can do and it. He did it. He like memorized it too and sang it while driving. That's a weird video. I think I. I don't Have you guys seen no, that video of this Mitt Romney singing I've actually seen. I don't know if I've actually it's seen it. It's just Mitt video. Romney driving and singing. The, to the tune of I, I've been everywhere, but he's he lists just all these cities in Utah. Is this how he won the the senator chair in Utah? This even was though after he's from he was senator. Is, but here's the thing: like he is this how he got to where he is? Because <laughs> he memorizes songs. <laughs> all right, so cut it in right here. Uh, I will play it for you guys just by sharing my screen. I've been everywhere. I've been to Logan, Ogden, Payson, Ancelana, Layton, Mapleton, Farmington. It's just like on his Instagram. So if he doesn't have it memorized, where is he reading it from? Because he's driving. He's got to have it memorized, right? I'm blown away right now. How long does this go on? It's long. Is it every city in Utah? Like, I don't know. I've been everywhere. I've been to Honeyville. Snyder, like even the people writing this article didn't finish transcribing it all. That's a minute long. All of my political loyalties have changed. 
Monticello Scipio. Isn't that weird? Like, it's a weird video that no one talks about. Why isn't he just using this as a reason to vote for him? It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think it was after because the 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 caption says this campaign has been quite the ride. Thank you, Utah. That's insane. Like, why didn't he use it in the campaign? Maybe he was working on memorizing it still. Didn't have it ready in time. (laughs) I'm not going to be impressed. I'm not going to vote for him for president until he does it with all the capitals and countries of the world. I'm not going to vote for him until he just randomly breaks into that at the next presidential debate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Apropos of nothing. uh, I just just need to know. They never show the windshield, but it's pretty clear he's driving, right? Like, watching the video, it's like... But the intro of it just totally makes it sound like he's just like, oh, I just came up with this as I'm going, just kind of randomly thinking up uh, Castledale. Anyway, that's my Mitt Romney uh, weird uh, tangent that no one ever talks this about. This political <laughs> moment with Brian Perry. We, that that yeah. video right there could have been an entire episode of this podcast. <laughs> like, I can't, it, it kind of feels like something that we would have done, huh? Yeah. Anyway. Um, on that note, the end. Let's each give one more song that we want to add to this. Let me let me recap what we have so far. Blinding Lights, The Gambler, Stairway to Heaven, Tub Thumping, Island in the Sun, Time After Time, Country Roads, Black Parade, Sandstorm, uh, Rule the World, Blank Space. Now, Sandstorm, that is by Darude, not... Oh, I was thinking... Correct. I was thinking Landslide when I read that by Fleetwood Mac, which... Give me a minute... That, that is, is now on here. I saw my reflection in the snow-covered hills till the landslide brought. It'd be pretty good, though. Yeah, probably Fleetwood Mac in general is a pretty yep. good option. Um, Sandstorm, Rule the World, Blank Space, Virtual Insanity, Gold Digger, Rambling Through the Avenues of Time, slash any other Flight of the Concord song, Freebird, Johnny Cash, uh, and by that I mean I've Been Everywhere, Man, and landslide. <laughs> All right, can I get my last one? Because I think it's a yes. good one. I think it might be my best one. Hit me with it. When you were young, by the killers. Ooh. That's that solid. Is really good. I can just I can already like hear that on the dulcimer. Yep. Although I may be thinking when I think of the dulcimer, I might be thinking of the harpsichord. Um. Nope. It's not the harpsichord, definitely isn't. But when you were young is okay, a great cool. choice. I really like that. Um, I'm fine with any killer song, but I think that or uh, Andy, you're a star. <laughs> <laughs> the most underrated song, song the in day. the whole Killers pantheon of music. Um, yeah. What's the one? I always get it wrong. All these things that I've done. I think that could also be interesting. Oh, that's another. One. Yeah, that one. And when you were young, are very good. Those are like top-notch killer songs. Yes. Uh, All These Things I've Done works really well as a tavern song, I feel like, because you can get the I'm Not a Soldier part with the whole Mm. tavern song. Oh, that is fun. Did you guys know that Mr. Brightside is like, like, it is like like immortalized. Still in the top 10. Yeah, it's like immortalized as like a, a pub song in Britain. Really? Yeah. Like they sing it, yeah. And apparently, I think they it's do closing. it. It's like the it's the last song of the night. Yeah, it's like sung in pubs all over Britain, like every single night. Do we add closing time to this? No, <laughs> nah, I don't think so. I don't. I like, like closing time. It's it's 
It's weird to me that it's about a baby being born. What? Wait, really? Wait, have we not talked about no. this? Okay, hold on. I have another tangent to talk this about. This song never comes up in normal discussion for us. <clears throat> okay, so Semisonic. The lead singer of Semisonic had a child. When the baby was born, he wanted to write a song about it, but he didn't want to be that guy that makes his band sing a song about his baby. So he changed the lyrics enough that they were really about something else, but secretly they were about uh, the, his newborn child. Okay, so closing time. Time for you to go out into the world. Oh. Turn the lights up over every boy and every girl. Well, this call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer doesn't really fit, yeah. right? But then you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. So he, she's, he's telling his chi- his unborn child that it needs to go out into the world uh, and be in the room with the lights over every boy and every girl. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Um, I know who I want to take me home. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I know who I want <laughs> yeah. to take you can't, you can't say that line without doing that word. It's true. It's time for you to go back to the places you will be from. This room won't be open till your brothers or your sisters come is referring to the, the womb of his wife. Wow. This room won't be open till your brothers or your sisters come. So gather up your jackets and move it to the exits. I hope you've found a friend. That's so interesting. So anyway, he, it is, it is, I guess I wouldn't say that it is about that, but it is sort of an allegory. It's sort of told in the context of it is closing time. The bar is closing. Everyone get out. But also I'm excited for my baby to be born. Get out of my wife <laughs> <laughs> is, is basically the analog that's going this on here. So song. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? That's super I, interesting. I will admit I did not come into this episode tonight thinking I would learn this many things about <laughs> closing time and Mitt Romney. <laughs> yeah. And now you um, did. Brian, what's your real last pick that you want to add to this? It's closing time by Semi Sonic. <laughs> you convinced yourself. <laughs> um, okay. So here's the last song I want to add. Kind of goes full circle because I came up with it the same time I figured out I wanted to do Stairway to Heaven. Five minutes before we got on our Zoom call to record this, I went to guitartabs.com and looked up what are the most uh, frequently looked up songs for people to learn and picked from the top 20 the one that I would be the most interested in learning. And in five minutes, I came up with this on the dulcimer. So it might suck, but this is going to be the first song I'm going to learn for the album. Nice. We're getting some real, some actual live dulcimer here. Wow, you're like setting up a microphone and everything. <laughs> I feel like we're like at like a coffee shop right now. Yeah, seriously. Oh, wait. What's this? Is it? Um, oh, this is oh, Sweet Child of Mine. In my head. And that's all I came up with. She's got eyes on the movie's That's not what I was thinking. I was thinking of, uh, what was I thinking of? I want to say something by Boston. Oh, you're thinking of uh, Peace of Mind by Boston. Or no, More thinking, Than a Feeling? Uh, more Than a Feeling is what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's the Think one. of the intro to More Than a Feeling. Uh, that's this one. Yeah. It's that, isn't it, right? More than a feeling? 
Yeah, I haven't played the guitar in a while. Houston, who's right? <laughs> Wait, who's playing that? That is me. <laughs> that's that's not that's not me. <laughs> that's you on the dulcimer? No, this is guitar. No, that's a guitar. I oh, just okay. wanted to be cool. Uh, what was the question? I was putting and grabbing things. Is it is it more than a feeling or the other or one? Sweet child of mine. Uh, sweet child of mine is the one I was playing on the dulcimer. More than a feeling is the one okay. I started playing on the guitar. They sound similar yeah, though, they right? Yeah, they kind of do. do actually. Okay, cool. Um, let's just go ahead and put That's both. All the validation I needed. What I'm just going to put both. Okay. Yeah, more than a feeling is actually. I like more than a feeling, song. and so is peace of mind. So just. Why don't, why don't you just do all of Boston's discography <laughs> while you're at it? Not going to lie, Boston, their like main album that everyone knows, is the first album I learned on guitar. So like I learned other songs, but that was the first oh, album I learned on guitar, at least like the main portion of the guitar part for. I didn't realize how much their aesthetic looks so much like Electric Light Orchestra. Yeah. They're very into spaceships. Yeah, they really are. And they're not sticks huh. who actually sing about being abducted by spaceships. Right. Ooh, that's another good one. Man. It really is. Well, Gosh, okay, and so there it is. One. Come Sail Away is going to be our closing song on this. That one might Solid. need a little more than just the dulcimer. That might be a whole yeah. like, operatic situation. Like a dulcimer and a harmonica. So looking at our list, it starts off, it like eases in very well, and then it gets into a really good groove for a little bit. Then it falls sharply off the cliff, and then it gets like maybe a little racist for us, and then it starts to climb its way back out, and then I think it finishes pretty strongly. Do you mean Gold Digger? Yeah. So that's just me. That's all okay. me. Wait, did you just admit to being racist? Uh, <laughs> I admit to maybe giving off vibes that could be construed if poorly i was if i was a tmz writer tomorrow morning there would be an article that just says then we get a little bit racist well that's me that's just totally me says houston bodily <laughs> we got gotcha. you got us gotcha. that's why we started this podcast was to record you saying something incriminating. and my musical career is done before it even starts and now you're getting canceled that's what thank goodness it saved the podcast but hey i think we made a pretty good album we'll probably narrow this down i think so like 12 to 15 songs i think we're at about 20 at this point we'll probably cut out the racist ones probably cut out cold probably but i really want to hear it like i'm not gonna sing it just to be clear okay no yeah that works Uh, i have another kanye song that might be a little bit better um Oh gosh, what was it? I haven't thought about this song since like 2010. I th- and I think Kanye, I think it's actually a cover that Kanye does. No, no, no. I think he did the original. Somebody else did a cover. Something about heartache or heart- heartbreak. Heartless. I I love heartless or heartless. Yeah, heartless. Uh, he did now. write it, and the fray covered it, and that's the version I'm most familiar with. And it blew my mind that it was Kanye who originally wrote it. You could also do I Love Kanye from The Life of Pablo. <laughs> That's true, too. That's a great track. Or Closed on Sunday from his Christian album. Oh, yeah. You can put that on your Christian Dulcimer album. Yeah. Christian Christian Dulcimer <laughs> Kanye covers by Houston Bodily. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the world needs. 
Um, on that note, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I think we've got a good starting point. Expect this out in like yep. three months, maybe. I don't know how long it will take to get good yeah. at dulcimer. Who knows how to record a song on a dulcimer? Um, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say. Who knows how to record a podcast? And I was like, <laughs> the truth hurts, but we're not good at this. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Brian, do you want to tell our lovely listeners where they can find us? I do. Should I tell them our topic first? Uh, let's start with that. Well, so that, so this will be after the Pokemon yeah, episode. So the then, next right? episode is our Pokemon RPG. Guys, be excited. We came up with our own variation of 5e using Pokemon. And by our, we mostly mean Houston. Um, and by 5e, I mean Dungeons and Dragons. I realize that's shorthand. Uh, if you don't like Dungeons and Dragons or you don't like Pokemon, that's okay. It's still going to be fun. Listen and if you really don't like it, that's okay. You will mark these episodes as special episodes so you can skip them in the future. But after that, Brian, after that, I have a a topic for for you for the rest of you not nerds out there. It's one of my it's one of my least nerdy topics I've ever come up with. Um, and that's including my Super Bowl episode because that was <laughs> still pretty nerdy. Um, so this episode, have you guys heard of the Mongol Rally? Other than I put it in our spreadsheet. The uh, what? nope. The Mongol. The sorry, my my mouth is a little dry. The Mongol rally. No idea. As in like no, Mongolian. Okay, Mongol as in Mongolian. Yes, and rally as in a car race. Um, there is a car race called the Mongol rally that runs from and let me look this up exactly so I get it right. The Mongol rally runs. It begins in. Uh. Where does it start? It starts somewhere in England, I believe. Where is the exact location? It just says it begins in Europe, so there may be a different starting point each time. Uh, but it ends in Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. Actually, now it's Ulan Ude in Russia because of some taxes or something. So, but anyway, there's no route. There's no rules, really. You just have to get a car from one place to the other. And I am submitting that we are going to do the Mongol rally in 2021 because the 2021 is probably canceled. Yikes. Um, but we we're, so we're going to figure out what, what vehicle we want to take. We're going to figure out our route. We're going to figure out our strategies. We're going to figure out our roles in the vehicle. I like this. Um, all that, all that kind of stuff. We'll have to do like some, we're going to plan out a road rally lessons here. Yeah, seriously. No, we'll, I'll pull up a map and we'll just, uh, I mean, get a get a whiteboard marker and just you know we're just gonna make our way across. You know we're the just continent. gonna pick like the lightest car we can find and then just strap it to a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. Uh, next episode. <laughs> no, I would um, I so, would recommend. Uh, no, I'm gonna keep this as a secret of mine until next episode. Oh, I I should explain. There are three fundamental rules of the rally. Are you ready for the three yes. rules? Rally vehicles have a 1,200cc engine limit. Rally teams are unsupported, meaning we don't have another vehicle that is there, like, bringing us supplies. Bringing us juice boxes. Right, refueling us and stuff. Everything that we have, everything that we have with us, we either need to, like, buy on the road or carry with us. And then the third rule is that rally teams need to raise at least 1,000 pounds for charity. So it's not really a rule about the race, but, uh, yeah. Probably making at least that much on our Patreon page by now. I talk about it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Our th- the thousand pound. Well, there's a ton of subscribers just at the thousand pound level. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Do we have a picture? So yeah. So anyway, that's it. Um, I'm excited to figure this out. I've actually, I, I think I thought of that topic like a year ago. Um, according to this Wikipedia page, 70% complete the race. So like tons of people just don't finish it and it takes well, like, odds are we'll finish like, it. Yeah. We're good drivers. More, more likely than not. Um, but yeah, I'm down. I like That's it. That's it. Let's do it. Okay. You can find us on the internet at perfectbrainstorm.net. We're on Twitter at perf brainstorm on Instagram at perfect brainstorm. And we're on Facebook too. Um, so go follow us and stuff. How do we end our episodes? We haven't, we still haven't figured that out with a little music brought to you by Howard Shore. Well, this might actually be the most beautiful outro we've ever done on this podcast. (laughs) Howard Shore, I believe is the composer for Lord of the Rings. I think. Yes, that is accurate. Oh, now it got loud. It was really quiet. Wait, I have a question. Houston? Houston, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Houston? How much does a dulcimer cost? Because I can't. Tom DeLong. It's like like $100. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, did you just whisper Tom DeLong? (laughs) I didn't whisper it, I yelled it. Because I didn't say it. We didn't say it in the whole episode, so I had to say to it really quick at the end. <laughs> Tom Dong. We're, we're going to make a song called the Tom DeLong, the Tom De Song. I can't believe we didn't pick a Blink song. We didn't oh pick a Blink song. Throw, throw I Reset Miss You on the list. the episode. Which one? <laughs> All right. It's got to be um, Throw I Miss You I on miss the list. You. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's their best song. So Give me one second, and I'm going to learn people it by saying real that. quick. What's my age again? That's a good one. Did you say, give me a second, I'm going to learn it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, what are we waiting for? (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. I'll do it later. Cool. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) That's Houston saying bye. Happen slowly. I'll be silent. I always have been. Darkness floods your eyes When you need to see Don't waste your time on me Don't waste your time on me